live your life, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conspiracy Farm, where we don't start the conspiracies, we just add the water. And now, your host of the most state-of-the-art, most informed podcast on the interweb, I present to you, Pat Militage and Jeffrey Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for Yeah, rear naked choke of Cocker Spaniel, bro. You don't yeah, change, change the neighborhood up. Conspiracy Farm. Go. Check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, we are locked and loaded for another installment of the Conspiracy Farm. Jeffrey Wilson, always rolling shotgun with my partner in crime, Pat Militich. Second show of the day, champ. How are we doing? Yeah, man. First one was heavy, huh? Whoa, man. Whoa. Jim in New Jersey. Wow. Actually had a brother up in his fields, dude. Straight up. You know. Yeah. Explain to Sonny who they are, buddy. Uh, you know, Ian Smith, Frank Chumbati, they are the proprietors of the uh, Attilus Gym in New Jersey, which has just been fighting the powers that be in New Jersey to open their stuff. Uh, it's just absolutely insane what he's had to go through. But before we get started too crazy, ladies and gentlemen, we have announced numerous times we are now on Dish TV, Dish Network. If you are on Dish Network, go to Dish Communities and search the Conspiracy Farm, and you will see these absolutely – you will think you were watching the Spice Channel because we're so hot, but it is it is just <laughs> us dropping knowledge. And uh, I'm serious, man. I Of course we had to have him back. He's been on the show numerous times. He's truly one of my favorite guests, dude. He has a perspective that is ringing so very true right now, ladies and gentlemen. Sonny Puzikas, he is the El Jefe over at Forward Training Concepts. And many other things, man. Sonny, how are we doing this evening? I'm doing good, sir. And you? You know, I can't complain. I can, and we're going to do it tonight, right now. <laughs> you know, that's what we do. We complain. Well, but it's, yeah. uh, but it's uh, complaining with substance. So, Yeah, for sure. Well, we should try and keep the what the resolutions are, though, right? We've got to discuss those, of course. Yeah. You know, solutions and, you know, just going back, you know, before we get too deep into it, the conversation we had with Ian and Frank today, you know, it was it was super heavy, man. And it, it, it really hit me hard when he was explaining how his mother had caught covid and went into the hospital and it had to be a choice of do I see my mother and her in the final moment or do I go fight the fight? Because if he, if he went and saw his mother, he would have had to have been quarantined for 12 to 14 days. And he was literally in the middle. If you look at the story about Frank and Ian and at his, um, um, Atlas, I'm sorry. What is it, Pat? Atlas. Atlas. I'm sorry. Jim in New Jersey. I mean, they're just going through with the governor, all the authorities. It was absolutely crazy that this man had to make that choice. But anyway, Bro, I've been following you. Obviously, your lives. We had you on about two months ago, and we definitely wanted to have you on to see how these things are playing out. Yeah. And something you said, man, in one of your live videos, which hit me really hard. You were like, "Man, I've lived. You lived your life about you know the first part of your life under Soviet madness, communist madness, and you are not about to, as a human being who's become an American citizen, et cetera, about to go through that again." What do you? Why are you saying that? Are you seeing signs of? that type of lockstep going on, Sonny? Well, there's, I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure this is a rhetorical question coming from you because I'm pretty sure you both guys see those steps quite clearly. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I think a lot of people, you know, I see a lot of these uh, 
but you know, it's not gonna be taken away in one heavy punch. Right. It's gonna be by multiple, multiple small cuts, and we're seeing those cuts happening. And uh, and you know, it's not so much what the government does. It's more about what we allow it to do. Sure. Yes. Because we give them their and, uh, power. Their power derives well, from the people. They, they are our employees. And yes. they should be reminded about it in a very, very heavy way. Because I think they have gotten over the past few decades into a mindset that they are our rulers. And That's if, clear. We don't remind them, if we don't remind them soon, they really gonna start believing it wholeheartedly. Well, let me when ask you, man. And we've said it, man. But we've we've almost allowed this to happen. They've rocked us to sleep, uh, rocked us to sleep for a very long time, and we've allowed this to go for a very long time. You name it. Whether any of these wars have been started for bullshit, assassinating leaders, domestic, foreign. Are we? Too, I mean, I, it's almost rhetorical again. But are we too far gone? Look at what they've allowed to happen. Over many years, and but look at what how they've locked it down, metaphorically and literally, in such a short period of time. In two months, they've turned this country into something we wouldn't even have recognized three months ago. You know, I'm kind of torn about it, man. I'm kind of torn about it because when I went, you know, for the first time in my life, I did a public display with my rifle. I picked up my freaking rifle, beautiful custom made AK, and I went to the barber shop, not barber shop, but that hair salon in Dallas. Uh, this was just before she got arrested after the court. And um, a lot of police officers rolled up, but they were slightly outnumbered by citizens with rifles. You're referring to the woman in Dallas who opened her shop? Yes. The barbershop, yeah, the salon. Yes, yes Shelly Luther. Uh, and I got to know her. I got to know her boyfriend, and then we talked about things for a little bit. you know. And a lot of people were kind of going like, so what are you guys going to do? What, are you guys just going to shoot out with the cops or are you just going to peacefully surrender? So where is your boogaloo? Where is your, you know what? And I was thinking about it and I'm like, what if those guys out of the police cruiser stepped out and it became a standoff? Would I go for it all the way or would I say maybe it's not the time? And I thought about it because a few days later, some of the other guys that were there with me that day, you know, they're not professional gunslingers. They... They're gun enthusiasts. You know, they went to uh, Odessa, Texas to help to open some bar. And uh, the sheriff there sent the SWAT team and they got arrested. Right. You know, and uh, a lot of wannabe tough players out on the internet were talking, oh, look at these Boogaloo boys. They just dropped their panties and gave up. You know, you should never say I'm for freedom. Come and take it and all that stuff. And I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe this is America. Maybe this is how we do it. We show that we're willing, but we're not necessarily going to go there yet. Maybe this is a civility of America. You know, and I'm thinking, do I feel that it would be morally justified to go like, no, dude, I can pull the trigger just as good as you and faster. <laughs> or to stand there, let him mow, and then surrender your gun and get arrested and get released. You know, because I'm looking, you know, the, the our governor Abbott, you know. Yeah, a lot of people go like, he's an asshole. He came up with all these orders and all these stay-at-home orders and all that stuff. But when he started seeing these Americans, these 
these guys without combat experience, they're not tough guys. They're in skinny jeans, but they're carrying their little rifles and they're still <laughs> standing up for something. They're not fighting for it, but they're standing up for something. Right. You know, if maybe that pressure was enough for him to rescind his orders. Maybe that pressure was enough for him to modify those orders where they had to release people from prisons and, and, and no longer impose any fines. Maybe this is the correct American way. Maybe this is, it's not necessary that millions of people have to die and streets have to flow red. Right. And I'm not saying that we're not going to get there, but I mean, honestly, guys, how many of us would rather see streets flowing red and millions of people dead than going through maybe a little bit longer, but more civil process and at least attempting to fix things until we see that it's no longer fixable. Right. And, and see, and that's what I've been asking you know, not just you, but other cats who have been on, what's that? And there's no definitive line there. What's that line? What is that line of like, you know what? We cannot really define it, Jeffrey. We cannot right. really define it, but you know what? One day, once they draw it, we'll know that we could cross it. We but will. haven't they, you know what I'm saying? When literally, you know, when they're releasing hardened criminals who on record are going out, cutting their ankle bracelets off, even if they don't have an ankle bracelet, going and doing other shit. Some of these ankle bracelet guys I read about the other day in Florida, I think it was, they raped somebody and killed somebody. But yeah. they're arresting people who are walking their dogs and hanging out with right. their daughter. Yeah, That's me. I mean, for me, it's, I mean, and again, it's almost another conversation comparing this to the, the founding fathers and they went to war over taxes. They would be almost rolling in their grave, right? Because we've gone so far beyond that. It almost creates that question, where is the line that's being crossed or that needs well, to be crossed. It's, it's, it's to me that have already done. And you know what? And maybe, just maybe, with these coming elections, some of these players, some of these wannabe kings will will have a price to pay. And I believe if some of them pay the price, we will see that to a certain degree, at least in limited capacity, our process is working. If they don't pay the price and all these douche wagons get reelected mm -hmm. and they and they exercise their power further, you know they're going to feel empowered by it, and you know they're going to push it further. And I think yeah. if that happens, that's where there will be a shot, as they say, that will be heard across the country. <laughs> well, again, like the news today, you know, this COVID thing that has shut down the planet, not just the United States, the planet, destroyed millions of lives, millions of businesses, suicides through the roof. They dropped the charges on certain senators, three or four of them, who yeah, knew man. about this and were guilty of basically insider trading and dropped the charges. Again, where's the line? I want to go to my business and open it up. I, I, I have to lament the one in the Quad Cities where we're from, where I read about a hundred-year-old business had to shut its doors. And this is one of many that's lamenting the same story. But yet these guys get trillions in bailouts uh -huh. and, you know— drop charges from the Department of Freaking Justice for literal blatant insider trading? Yeah, man, that's, that's the, right? line, the line they've been crossed by far. They've, already, they do, they, they, they've laid it, they've pissed on it, they've said, what the fuck are you going to do? And again, I'm not one of these like, hey, go out and like, blah, blah, blah. It's just not how it's going to work, but it's like... I want to be an optimist. I want to be an optimist, but... Uh... Like, honestly, from my individual perspective, I will give it a little bit of time to see where it's going. You know, I'm out here in the country where I live. Businesses are open. No one is coming to shut people down. No one is arresting. No one is fining people. Uh, it's a little bit different on Dal in Dallas. 
But then again, you know, when you look at most of the, especially on the on the east coast and then extreme west coast and most large cities around the country, whether it's Midwest or deep south, you know, I mean, look at judges, look at the mayors, look at the, you know, look at their political leaders, look who they are, you know, and... um, the mayor, I, the mayor of Chicago, I, the mayor of Chicago terrifies me. That woman yeah, is she's, a drone. She's, she's not even bordering on psychopath. She is a straight up psychopath. 100%, bro. And I could easily go sixth grade on it and describe how she looks like a fucking Klingon, but I mean, she's a beautiful human being and deserves <laughs> the rest of all of us. No, she's not but a again, beautiful human being. I've seen, you know what I mean? We're all beings of light, all children of God is what I'm saying. But yeah, she's... Right. she's not, she's not the bags, the opiate caused huge bags underneath her eyes. Do not tell me anything. Dude, she, nice she looks about like her. she's a serious <laughs> transplant from freaking Mars. But I mean, again, going back to what you were saying, and this is. Again, I'm not trying to put anybody on blast, but how much is it about rhetoric? Like, yeah, land of the free, home of the brave. We're out there in the woods, fucking, you know, you know, training for tyranny. And and when it actually happens, it's more just kind of conceptual rhetoric in some people's eyes. Some people's eyes. And and the only time they really get boogaloo is when it knocks on their personal door. It's not the larger concept of freedom and liberty and a threat to freedom everywhere is a threat to free a threat to freedom anywhere is a threat to freedom everywhere. What are your thoughts on that, man? Is it does it really have to come knocking on our individual door for us to really get it, or Threat should the individual sovereignty? Yeah, or should these should these concepts of freedom and liberty and all that transcend individual? Because like here's that, the thing, you know, it really doesn't, doesn't, have knock, but, it really doesn't have to knock on your door. You know, it's gonna be knocking on your door when you can no longer pick up food that you want to pick up. It's going to be knocking on your door when you can no longer make a payment for your apartment and you are being kicked out. State law or no state law, bailout or no bailout. It's going to affect people. And and if they continue with this shit, it's going to start affecting more and more people. And guess what is going to start affecting the most? It's going to start affecting the most the individuals who are either small business owners who cannot get that $600 extra unemployment or Surprise, surprise. A lot of illegal Mexican dudes working hard in construction, landscaping, and so forth and so forth. And people that they like to call, you know, disadvantaged. The people of color and all that stuff. In South Dallas, you already have a bunch of folks of color, whether they're black or brown or white, doesn't freaking matter. You know, they can no longer afford to buy damn food. You know, they go to churches and churches are running out of their freaking, you know, funds because guess what? They are not allowed to hold services. Right. Food pantries are drying up everywhere. All these do-gooders, they're talking about, oh, this is about caring about others and all that stuff. Watch it how within the next 12 months, somewhere in Africa, we're going to have probably additional million to two million deaths from starvation due to what just happened in civilized world. Yeah. And and what do do-gooders going to say then? <laughs> oh, we need to send more food and money. Right? Yeah. Why are we in that? Why are we here in the first place? Because of your calls for tyranny, because of your calls for freaking, because you fell for that fear mongering, because, because you are willing to become slaves in exchange for a little bit of comfort and pat on the back. That's a scary place to be, man. I wouldn't want to be in one of their heads. That's a horrible place to be, bro. 
It is, man. Yeah, it's scary. It is. Shit. I cannot even imagine how 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 human that 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 supposedly is born in this country, lived in this country, and 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 supposedly understand what this country is about. How human can actually just stay whole, living in this country, but going and calling for everything that's completely opposite what this country is supposed to be about. Exactly. Exactly. How do we come back from this, dude? I mean, is there going to be an asterisk? I've said this before, like land of the free, home of the brave, asterisk. And again, that goes to one of my larger point of like, do we just kind of have these organizing narratives and concepts that we just kind of lament to make ourselves feel better? But when it actually gets taken and put to the test, it's, you know, and again, I know there are people pushing back on this. There absolutely are. The gentlemen we talked to today, Ian and Frank, I mean, it's happening. But at the end of the day, man, it's like, how are we able to sit by and watch criminals being released while people trying to make a living and just doing the basic right right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness get arrested? Yeah. This is the inversion of reality, man. You know, Jeffrey, this is here, here's the thing. Remember Bundy Range? Yes. People stood up and people were ready to pull triggers. Many yeah. of them that were there, I knew they were ready to pull triggers. It was literally a freaking two pound pressure away from triggers being pulled. Okay. And why do you think that happened? Why do you think, what, what was special about Bundy Ranch? Uranium. No. <laughs> okay. No, you know what was special about it? Because people that organized that movement to go there and stand up to the BLM and all that stuff, they used the approach in social media the right way. They triggered what needed to be triggered. Just like Sherry Luther in Dallas has done. A right. lot of people are not doing it. They're not reaching out. They're thinking that just them talking about their personal tragedy will connect with other Americans. It is not connecting. It is not connecting. So people like you guys, I think this is where, where, where it's going to be huge task on you guys is, is to start connecting the dots for the listening and viewing public that you, you see that guy being arrested and his gym being closed. You see his livelihood being destroyed. That's you two weeks from now. Yeah. yeah. Damn straight. That's man. your Damn father straight. four weeks from now. Yeah. That's your neighbor six weeks from now. Yeah, bro. I wanted to ask you, man, and we, we kind of talked about this before because it was the, the beginnings of it. These contact tracers. These snitch lines. I mean, how much does that freaking keep you up at night? Just like flashbacks of just madness from this commissar bullshit that was going on, you know, Stasi Germany or, or you some know, of the names. There was a couple hundred of them. I can't remember what city it was. Their names were released to the public. And Nine hundred. In, in yeah, that was actually in Missouri. Yeah, they it was went, right here. They in Missouri. went into hiding. <laughs> Which, honestly, what are your thoughts on that, bro? We got snitch lines, what we talked about, and then we just have these contact tracers, which, in my opinion, I'm not a Sun Tzu art of war guy, but obviously they're they're obviously doing a lot of data extrapolation. So these people are literally almost the infantry of some of this madness. They're on the front lines going to into whatever, because I can guarantee you there's certain doors they're going to knock on and do that shit where it's not going to be Girl Scout cookie tribe reception. No, it won't be. And here's the thing, man. Think about it. These people that are doing it, these people that are snitches, that are calling on their neighbors, that are calling on their fellow business owners, they doing it without any threat of violence from state against them. They doing it without any reward being offered. They doing it on a free will. <clears throat> you know what's beautiful about it? Yes. This yes. Is, this is this is the moment for America and Americans for, to come out of the fucking closet. 
and we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Both on the good side and the bad side. You know what I love about it? The lines will be fucking clear. There will be oh, no yeah. questions yes. who is who. Yes. I love it, man. In that sense, I absolutely love it. There's going to be, I had this fucking friend who's, you know, you know what? Screw that. I'm going to make him public. I already did in my, some of my live videos, you know, he claimed to be former Navy SEAL, which was fake story altogether, but you know, he's a big influencer in the gun community and all that stuff. You know, months ago, he was like, send in the national guard to contain these motherfuckers that are not keeping, keeping, you know, the social distancing and not closing their businesses wow. and not staying at home. You know, <laughs> I would execute them myself and all that stuff. You know, so I, called, so I called him out on that. He called me a Russian spy publicly <laughs> on social media, <laughs> you know, and uh, that I'm doing a good job for the for the motherland and, and all that stuff. You know, lately he has changed his tunes. He's talking like, fuck the government, fuck the snitches and all that stuff. You know he got what? red pilled, bro. He got red pilled somewhere. Yeah, I, I wonder no, where that he happened. He didn't get red pilled. He switched. He covered his ass because he feels that in his community, in his surroundings, he stood out like a sore mm-hmm. dick out of the bowl of the soup. Interesting. Okay, I didn't and know he was got scared. Around. He's a poser, dude. He's a fucking poser. He's a red coat. He's a brown yeah. shirt motherfucker who's gonna turn on the dime. I was thinking about the red coats, brother. I've been thinking about red coats a lot, and there's a lot of them. Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, just to name a couple. Yeah, and they're coming out. And you know what? Maybe it's a good thing because at the end of the day, this too shall pass, but we will know who is who. Yes. And when the next one comes, and it will come. Ladies and gentlemen, in the background is the wildlife that is surrounding. I love it. There's a goose in the background. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I'm, 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 it's I'm not a sound the, issue. I'm, a, I'm a is... dog here on my pond. And, uh, Look at that pond, man. Sonny's living that life, baby. Living that best life. I <laughs> love it. Fishing, hey. catching some bass. Yeah, actually, we have large, largemouth bass in here. If yeah, you guys I'd be, fish, I'd be grilling them. Slightly overpopulated by that stuff. And we I cannot wait until the conspiracy too. farm gets down to hang out with you and Ford or training concepts and you know do a little bit of that business. Can't wait. But yeah, keep you know, going, uh, brother. How much I how just, much do you fish the pond? I, I Sorry. Just, no, go ahead, Pat. I, I want to talk about your pond still, man. How often do you go fishing, bro? <laughs> Come on, I man. Don't, I actually don't fish, not because I don't like fish, I don't have time. But my wow, son will okay. be coming here to spend a little bit of time, and he's a very avid fisherman, so yeah, well, I, can catch, I can catch. I can catch. I fish. I can catch fish in a mud puddle, so I'll have a good time. All right, man. You just have to find your way here in East to East Texas. And remember Virgil Ward's Sunny. You, I don't know. Do you ever catch? Remember Virgil Ward, Patrick? Oh, Virgil I, Ward. Yeah, of course. Fishing guy. Yeah. Old school fishing. Babe Winkleman, man. Babe Winkleman, brother. Bill Dance. Bill Dance fishing. I'm sorry, we done went fucking sideways, dude. <laughs> That's all right, man. <laughs> No, but look, you know, at first I was kind of depressed, in, in, depressed in the sense that I'm like, I can't believe what I'm seeing. I can't believe so yeah. many people in this country are actually redcoats. I can't believe they're so willing to give up their freedom, their liberty, their, to, to, to betray the principles and just, and just go with a fucking government program. But yeah. now that I think back, I'm like, you know what? This is beautiful. Hmm. Every king took off his clothes. We see him for who he is. We have no doubts who's going to be a friend and who's going to be a target. Or her. We have our parents everywhere as well. Yeah, well, (laughs) 
Karens, you know, funny enough, most ladies that I know that are named Karens are actually very nice ladies and they don't fit into that category. Sure. So, uh, one of my friends actually renamed it and he started calling them Stasi Karens. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, a good friend of mine, like I mean, it said, she, people are going to, through this, people are going to start showing their ass. And I can't even tell you in so many different iterations how that is happening. And it's so interesting how you phrase it the way you did. It's almost good. Let's start dividing. Let's start making these demarcation lines. I mean, whatever it is, whether it's a mask or, you know, whatever it is, it's good to know who is. I mean, you Sun Tzu, Art of War, you want to know who your enemy is. A lot of the liberals, a lot of the liberals on social because that's what I was gonna say. It's it's just like according to the book, you know, the art of war. Yes. Know your enemy, and uh, we don't have to work very hard. They're exposing themselves like a fucking cheap strippers, you know. Yeah. (laughs) But I've I've noticed a lot of liberals on social media have become more quiet. They're not saying a lot, a lot more quiet, a lot more quiet. They're going. Wait a minute. Am I being red pilled? There are ones. No, they're not red pilled. They simply quiet because uh, this is not their moment to shine. <laughs> but for, notice for their they were quiet about win. the COVID nineteen. They were quiet about snitches. They were quiet about yes, yes. about the economy. You know what? Then spoke when they spoke up. When the black guy in Georgia got killed, and now the black guy got killed in uh, Minneapolis, right? Yes. They came out. They came out, and look what they made it about. They made it strictly about race instead of understanding that the bigger game is not racism. The exactly. bigger game is a fucking police state. Yeah, yeah. Whether That's it's white or black people. or yellow or brown, what we need mm-hmm. to get a fucking thumb on top of is the out-of-control mm-hmm. policing, out-of-control bullshit power games that a lot of cops... And, and I said I said earlier today during our episode, which really, I mean, the whole fucking video, and I hate watching that shit anymore. I used to watch those, like, shock videos and get off on it. I don't know, just sick, twisted. But watching that video, I almost forced myself to watch it. And it was twisted in and of itself, watching that happen. But to hear the people on the outside taping it in, like, commentary, you know, hey, I could... You're, what you're doing is blah, blah, blah. It's a metaphor for a lot of what's going on. We're seeing human civil constitutional rights is being trampled on, people being murdered right in front of us. And a part of this culture, we're, we're recording it. Instead of doing something about it, not only are we not doing shit, we're recording it on our phone. And look, granted, you know, some Joe citizen in Minneapolis, it's not necessary that he's equipped, trained, or has a willpower to do truly something meaningful. He's going to come up and try to push that cop. He's going to get the shit beat out of him or possibly shot. And it's not going to win anything. But you isn't that a metaphor? Again, what we're dealing with now, and again, I'm not trying to advocate violence, but we're at some point in time, we're going to have to start taking one for the team. I'm not necessarily going to do it, but it has to happen that way, right? Otherwise, this is just allowed to happen. Yeah, I mean, there has know, some level of some level of resistance or pushback, and I get it. I feel what you're saying too, and that's what he's thinking. Like, I'm not going to touch that cop because I'm about to get fucking handled just like he is. But again, that's just an aggregate of this larger concept. What we're talking about: how many millions of people are going to be put out of work? How many suicides are we going to have to deal with before we realize a fucking virus of the 99.9? Will, will it be too late though? What's well, I'm saying? Like, Everybody just needs to stand up. Just don't participate in their programs. Don't participate. Go to work. Everybody, if y'all went to work, they couldn't do anything. They're trying to take over this narrative of, you know, this COVID-19 going on, this shutdown going on. The the, the governor of Michigan is being Hitler. 
you know, and all of a sudden, oh, racism, white white cop killing black guy. I knew that was coming too. It's it's, it's like you selling your own people cheap by saying that this is about white or black thing. No, this is about fucking police abuse. White, black, it it doesn't matter. It absolutely doesn't matter. You know, yeah, because because white because white cops are going to white businesses to shut them down and change their locks and arrest them. Again, yes. you're absolutely so correct, dude. I mean, it sucks. Again, the threat from freedom anywhere is a threat to freedom everywhere. We have to realize that, and that's what sucks when we get caught in this extreme tribalism. I'm seeing, I'm, I'm seeing a T-shirt. We got to make a conspiracy farm T-shirt. We got to have one white dude beating up another white dude and call it white on white violence. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of it. Marketing line coming through there. <laughs> but again, the, know, the keeping us divided into groups, that's part of the plan. You divide everybody into groups, get the groups fighting off against each other, when in fact the larger plan is fucking everyone. Now think about that, though. Here's the thing. Here's the thing I got to add in here that people aren't taking into account, and I'd like to think Americans are smarter than they're being anyway, um, that the digital currency and the control of that and the ability eventually with social point system and everything that's been mastered in China, um, that's how they take the alphas out because we're the ones that are socially acting up to them, right? So they take yep. out the alpha team, take away their bank account, they can't go to work, can't can't jump on an airplane, all that good stuff, and uh, and and all the, all the alphas are starving, bro. So just a warning, people better wake the hell up and go to work. That's all you got to do, just go to work. Well, you know, I'm I'm noticing also. I can tell you that, that there's another positive thing that I'm noticing, at least in the in the in the surroundings that I'm I I deal with. A lot more dudes that used to be only, you know, yeah, let's just go to the range and shoot some targets. They actually calling and asking questions about how to farm. They asking questions how to raise cattle. They learning how to do Beautiful. the sustainable living. They learning how to do secure communications. They're trying mm. to learn how to use the silver and the gold and other precious things. They're learning about storing ammunition. They're learning, you know what I mean? So yeah. there are positives coming out of that that are yes. beyond just people understanding what we are facing. But there are, there are there's a significant number of people that are actually taking very concrete, guided steps to prepare for what's to come. Mm-hmm. And that's what we talked about, man. Not only this is a social, political, financial reset, it's a spiritual reset of like, oh, not, not only just spiritual, but just like your own, get your shit together, man. Let's let's tighten yeah. this up, become more self-sufficient, which they've been frowning on forever. But I think a lot of people are starting to get like, yeah, this is, um, I need to get my, I need to tighten this shit up. Cause well, the, I mean, you know, the writing is on, on the wall. The it, is exactly. The wall. Exactly. It's yeah, not well, ambiguous anymore. It's not I a conspiracy myself. theory. Uh, Sorry, Pat. When I, well, when I see people like out in a parking lot, out in the middle of nowhere with their mask on and some of them have gloves on or, or with the same thing, you know, you just, you just, you just go, my God, I just, I feel it's, and I just go, how's the uh, financial collapse treating you? <laughs> and just walk away because they're yeah. sitting there with the mask on and they're just not, it, the, their brains aren't absorbing that this is a financial collapse. It's not, a, it, yes, there is a virus 
and we pray for everybody that's that's lost family well, members. It, we had it, a guest it, on earlier. It's just a financial collapse. I mean, on on the back of that, they're going to build the whole new technocracy, the new digital currency, et cetera. I mean, this is so far beyond the virus. I mean, even though, and again, it sucks, man. Our boys, Frank. And anybody whose family members who've been affected by this because it has affected yeah. people. But again, when you look at the stats and the number, you know, 99.9% survival rate, they shut down a planet, a flat planet, based off of some bullshit. Yeah. I'm <laughs> it's joking. a monetary yeah. reset. It's the death of the dollar. It's the largest redistribution of wealth we've ever seen. All right, Sonny, you are flossing right there. You're stunting on your, what, you got some tomatoes there? Yeah, got my tomatoes, got my basil, got my uh, carrots, got my watermelons, got my dragon tongue beans, uh, got my potatoes, got my got my food, man. That's yes, <laughs> got my food. And behind that's me awesome, there, bro. you can see the huge greenhouse there. There's stuff in there as well. Wow, that's badass. So you can grow during the I winter in there. Behind that greenhouse, that's where my two life shooting ranges are. And uh, yeah, so, you know. Beautiful turf, buddy. <laughs> he just don't talk about it. He bees about it. That's what's so beautiful, man. Yeah. And we, I can't and wait to get what? down. I, I, I saw dudes now even living in the cities, you know, in their small backyards. They they, they, they calling. They, they checking out the websites. They're looking at survivalist YouTube videos, how to how to build raised beds, how, how to do aquaponics, how to do other things. You know what I mean? People are starting to pay attention, which... I think it's a beautiful thing. It's a good thing, you know, because this was a test. Although this is a financial reset, but as far as control of population, this was a test. They yeah. saw how far they can go. Well, and, and the ones like us that stood out like a sore thumb have been marked. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> Pat, do you think you haven't been marked before? I've been marked. Like, See, it's Sonny said that in one of our first conversations. He said that very thing. If you don't think that you've already been tagged, brother, I remember that. Pat, you've been tagged the minutes. <laughs> Let me put it this way: whichever list you were not on before me and you talked the first time, after me and you talked the first time, <laughs> you effectively put yourself on every remaining list after that. So absolutely. <laughs> I am honored. <laughs> yes, honored to be on the list. So, Sonny, man, let me ask you, I mean, as you see this kind of play out, like you said, the writing is beyond on the wall. I mean, none of us are fortune tellers, and we don't want to be doom and gloomers, but we're looking at a very pragmatic, very practical situation that's playing out before us. What do you? What's going on? Three, six months down the line, a year. You know, I, I, when we talk about Agenda 21, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's a whole whole reset and just everyone pushed into mega cities etc i'll tell you what let's give we're almost the, we are clearly let's in give the, the yeah uh, sorry i was just gonna say just have sunny give uh the positive if we react outcome the positive if we stand up outcome positive if we stand up outcome i think nothing is gonna be happening major until after november after november yes. Until after, after the election. After the election. I Do you think, think there's actually going to be an election? Yes. I think I there's going to be an election, bro. I think there will be an election. I think there will be an election. I think we will probably see some very interesting, surprising moves on the with uh, Sleepy Joe and what's going on in that camp. Yeah, he's gonna die. He's gonna drop or something. They're gonna put. Uh, and there's yet a ringer in there. There's a ringer in there somewhere. I don't know how it's gonna play out. Whether it's the you know 
Hillary, Michelle Obama. That possibility, but when Joe Biden says that he's going to beat Joe Biden, people think it's funny, but they better listen. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> they better listen. Well, if they do mail-in votes, here's the thing, guys. you got to look at this. If they call for mail-in votes in Iowa, um, you know, that's the, it's blatant. Um, you know, that's so easily corrupted yeah. uh, that you can't do that. You've got to do walk in, walk in the damn building and pull the lever uh, voting, period. So if they try to cancel that because of coronavirus in the fall and winter, which they say there'll be a second wave, you know, who knows? Of course. Um, but it does yeah, happen. Yeah. Then they just cancel uh, because there's a huge fight or whatever in the Senate, or they can't even go in because there's another wave of COVID. And uh, you know what I'm I think I think they don't have much chance in that because for one, I'm pretty sure that this whole mail-in ballot thing will go all the way to Supreme Court, and I'm pretty sure is going to be ruled certain ways. Uh, not that I necessarily hold big faith in institutions, but I think Supreme Court on this one. They probably will see it a very serious threat to threat that can end the republic. Period. Hmm. Yeah. Period. FBI also looking at your browser history, all that good stuff, right? Yeah. So with that stuff, I'm not sure. I think hmm. we will see the election. I think we will see Trump being reelected. But I think what's gonna happen after it can go into some very dark places. Yeah, yeah. Mm. If it hasn't already, <laughs> well, we heading there, but it's it's still kind of undefined, you know. But well, there's I, something that we talk. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I think year 2021 will be very decisive because if we're not gonna see a complete breakdown and streets running red in 2021, we probably will have a break until 2024. 2024 is my final date for things either changing in a civil ways or we will have a war in this country. Well, I mean, what are your thoughts on the potential? I mean, there's just cash floating out everywhere, just the overprinting of cash, which in my basic financial analysis is hyperinflation. How long is that? You know, we're literally moving on that Weimar Republic type thing where you got wheelbarrows of cash for bread. I mean, fuck, four years out. God, that's a lifetime. I think, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, I don't even know, but the ramifications financially, going back to, as we do reset and do start back up again, jobs that were there are gone. You know what I mean? People's IRAs are gone. There's entire John Deere, dude, there's entire John Deere plants um, in Iowa, too, in Iowa, I know of, um, Plow and Planter Works and stuff. They're shut down indefinitely. That's John Deere. Yeah. John Deere's looking so at giving it a over a billion this year. A 2024, Jesus, I'm thinking, I'm literally thinking it's going to go gnarly by like next Christmas just because people aren't going to be, the unemployment or whatever, the free money will be gone, jobs won't be there. You know, I'm, I'm seeing a serious implosion taking place sooner than later. I could be wrong. So Jeffrey, not... free, free money is easy to come up with. You know, just as easily as they did 2.1 trillion bailouts, they'll do three and five and eight trillion and so forth. Those bailouts won't do shit. They are nothing but lie and hyper steps towards hyperinflation that's irreversible. But it will be sustainability for appearance of order. Appearance <laughs> of order. <laughs> this is going to be nothing but delay tactics. I think after this, if the right steps are not made within the next six months, we are in the free fall that, as I said, I give the final line 
as of 2024, possibly 2021. As a, that we will see a reset from the bottom up versus the reset that they that they imposed from the top down. Yeah. And when uh, it seems like they've literally left no stone unturned, you know, from you know collapsing your bigger multi, you know, NBA, etc. You know, NCAA, they didn't do March Madness. Holy crap! How much money did they lose there? Down to your mom and pop business, like they've. They've hit everybody. Well, just think of that. Midwest wrestling, you know, the NCAA wrestling championships. Dude, all of, all of it. it. Yeah. The NCAA, or the, the, the NCAA finals, the, the NBA finals, starting Swimming. of, uh, starting of uh, the Major League Bay. I mean, this is, I don't really, I, I'm not really a sports guy like that. I like the UFC, but this is billions of dollars, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And then you and trickle it down, many, down to the, yeah. How many people are involved in directly and indirectly working for these organizations? How many people serve directly and indirectly during the games, during the tournaments, during the hot seasons and all that stuff? These businesses, transportation, hotel workers, uh, restaurants, restaurants, service industry, all the way way down to the Lyft and and Uber drivers, all the way. You know, those businesses are out. Yeah. Again, they left no stone unturned for the little guy, but the big guys get trillions. Literally, they're like you just Ubers. Bartenders, restaurant servers, everybody. Yeah. But the big Hertz, cats, Hertz and Avis, Hertz and Avis. Hertz are, just are closed. Just, I saw that. Hertz yeah, closed. Hertz, Hertz, you know, but here's the thing. We were talking about Carmageddon. We were talking about, about Carmageddon three years ago. I was in an argument online with a guy uh, from the United Auto Workers that worked at one of the plants, and he, of course, they closed the plants, all the auto plants. And he's totally in support of it. And I'm going, dude, do you realize you're not going back to work? Do you know how many new cars are sitting idle right now? Do you know how many used cars that are, are out there and the bottom dollar they're going to eventually go for? Dude, I could pick up a, I could pick up a fifty thousand dollar pickup for like twenty grand, ten grand. I'm telling you, give them away. Get that bad. If someone has cash laying around, this is the time to buy a car, for damn sure. Yeah. yeah, and the house. I mean, houses in a lot of places are going to drop dramatically. The prices, right? Oh, and and, and it, look, this is going to be Every- a big time, big time, you know, a waterfall effect because you're looking at, you know, a real estate collapsing. But you know what the biggest collapse is going to be? It's commercial real estate. Yes. Yeah. It's insane, bro. The majority yeah. of businesses are now will figure out the ways for most of their workers to work from home. Offices will be vacated. Offices will be dropped. Commercial oh, my God. Thank estate- you. you could make some really kick-ass shoot houses cheap, huh? Yeah, <laughs> really good force on force. And what houses would you say? Pat? What Who's is house? Force on force training. Yeah. You know, oh, abandoned, yeah, yeah. abandoned offices. Yeah. Yeah. Simulation training, all that sort of stuff, dude. That's a blast. <laughs> yeah, but think about it. all of these owners of that commercial real estate. They don't own that real estate outright. They have mortgages on it. Yeah. Those mortgages are not necessarily held by big banks. A lot of it is financed through smaller regional banks working with small businesses. Guess yeah. how that's going to end up? Ugly. I mean, uh, you know, there's a lot of small banks here in Iowa, dude, um, privately owned. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, you worry about them. You worry about the run on the banks eventually, you know. Yeah, um, because they not, they're not going to get Fed Reserve dropped. Bailouts. Yeah. You know, they won't. And, and what happens again? The insurance not, isn't going to count to this level. No? The Wells Fargo, the Bank of America, the, the Chase will. 
but some small freaking citizens bank in Jacksonville, Texas won't. Yeah. You know? And they'll be what, and what, and and what happens the when the dollars work? Small businesses, small restaurants in the area. They're also the ones that holding certain accounts. Yeah. Guess how it's going to hit? They, this is going to hit from the bottom up. But what they don't realize, they're lighting up the fuse under, under the asses of people that are about to lose everything. Yeah. When the rat loses its chance to get out of the corner, mm-hmm. it will go through you. And they That's what Pat was saying earlier, man. When you start getting cornering people and you, you start talking about people who have nothing to lose, that's a and whole other piece. They're creating a lot of those rats, man. They're creating millions, not thousands. They're creating millions Yo. of those rats of all colors, of all political leanings, of all religions. Hey, man, we are the ant farm. And I've said time and time again, um, Let's turn the ant farm, the, the, we're the elite's ant farm, let's turn it into a hornet's nest. Yeah. <laughs> the Japanese hornets? The murder hornets? <laughs> you know, those murder people hornets. making these decisions, they smart, but they're not necessarily wise. Right. There's a difference between wisdom and being smart. Yes. And there's well, something they it. don't realize, man. There is yeah. a critical mass that can be reached with populace, and they're pushing towards it. And this is like no populist. Yes, we are lux- We are softened by luxury life. We are soft. We are forgiving. We are wussies. We are freaking, you know, all mm-hmm. of that. But you take deep down each of these soft individuals, even in skinny jeans, has his bottom line. Well, At that's some a- point, nothing else will matter. And he's going to go, you know what? Fuck this yeah 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 it's got to be it's got to be people just getting out did you you saw what was going on in hong kong just a few days ago i mean hong kong was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people because china has announced they're going to take it back right and the people are losing their shit losing their shit as they should be um and that's the sort of stuff we have things that go bang bang yeah we have yeah Mm -hmm. and Massive numbers of, of patriots. It only took 4% for the American Revolution. 4%. Yeah, I can what, do you tell you think, that- what do you think happens with that, With that, Sonny? With those those new resumed uh, protests over there in Hong Kong and the new, like, hey, no, we're, you know, how long do you think that plays out? You know what? I've been to Hong Kong, and I know a little bit about the Chinese culture. And uh, here's the problem with the Hong Kong. Hong Kong, in many ways, is America of the Far East. People are soft. People have lived in luxury unseen in that region outside of Japan, maybe Singapore. Yeah. And guess what else? They are unarmed. And Chinese government doesn't, it's, it's not so scrupulous about, you know, human rights or violations. Yeah, they, don't, they don't give a fuck, or, dude. Or, <laughs> they don't give a fuck. They're not very sensitive about it. They, they, they really don't give a flying fuck about world's opinion about it or whatnot. They understand the strategic importance of Hong Kong. They understand the emotional importance of Hong Kong as far as the worldview goes. Uh, they will take Hong Kong. Hong Kong will not get out, out of this in a good way. Well, and with the whole, Jesus, we've talked about it forever, the One Belt, One Road, that's uh, the, the, almost the new America, the new hegemony going through, you know, Eurasia. 
um, I think they have to lock it all down because they don't we, want any eruption to it. Think back to the Clinton administration and them uh, giving uh, satellite technology to the Chinese, to that Chinese corporation. If you remember correctly, he gave the okay yeah. for that, and that gave them the ability to shoot down other satellites. A U.S. president, a sitting U.S. president did that and sold that technology to our enemy. That's the kind of shit that led to this. Yeah, I mean, you know, China is... We would be well advised to recognize that China is not our enemy. China is the major player in the world that we either have to learn to outplay or we just roll over and be bitches. <laughs> because going to war with China is not an option. No. Be realistic. It's simply not an option. I, I look like at Agenda 21. I look at okay. Agenda 21, and one of the goals of Agenda 21 is a global army. Um, you know, they've got uh, massive hardware over in the South China Sea area right now, both countries. Um, I it, Look, if I'm an elitist and I think like my enemy, um, and these sick fuckers do think like this, I'm thinking, okay, we're going to have the massive war in the South China Sea. We're going to get rid of the uh, as much of the American and Chinese uh, military as we can with one fell swoop. Yeah. Wow, man. You know, maybe, maybe. And then coronavirus, if you had coronavirus, you can no longer enter the U.S. military. So you see the system of, of getting rid of a bunch, calling a million extra veterans up, go get all go get all them killed. You see what I'm saying? The rest of the next wave can't get in with uh, having had coronavirus. There's nobody left because almost everybody got it. And then you move in the one world army, bro. That's, that's the jigsaw puzzle coming together on that side. It's, you know... It, it's it's really hard to predict where it's going as far as as far as our our, our game with China is, but you know hmm. it, it's 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 for us it's irresponsible for a lot of people. They go like, it's time to fucking just nuke those guys. Come on, come on, let's be realistic here. Yes, they're not as sophisticated. Yes, they're not as strong. They have enough to end this shit for good. <clears throat> Yeah. Well, and just like just like mutually, and I, can't, I hate to keep saying this, but just like mutually assured destruction in the '80s, yeah. they're not gonna—they were never even gonna do that then. That was just that looming possibility. But even yeah. now, everybody's so economically interdependent. Everything is satanic, not asymmetrical. Bro. Whether it's their safety, you gotta think like a satanic sick bastard. I mean, whether well, it's covert action, propaganda, you know, biological stuff, everything is asymmetrical now. They're not gonna scorch the earth like they've been doing. No. Only limited warfare is good business. Unlimited nuclear warfare is not a business. It's the end of all of their incomes. Yes, they they're not going to do that. They but they will keep that. They will keep that threat looming. You know what I mean? If North Korea is going to nuke everybody, but that's like you know, it's and almost so, and almost like right know, now. I don't. I don't know if either one of you guys heard this, but you know, um, I looked up an article. Uh, came across it, and Israel announced building the third temple, which obviously includes taking down the Al-Aqsa Mosque, the second or third most holiest uh, building in all of Israel. I thought Islam. I read they were building on a different site. It was a build, when they were building, they were going to rebuild it. As far as I Is know. Is it? Okay. Or, yeah. Okay. It's possible. So oh, that's, some, that's some ballsy stuff right there in terms of pro prophecies. They don't want to wait for the Moshiach. They got their own little Messiah going on over there. They call the Moshiach, and it's, uh, yeah. The, it, the leader got, of the Jesuits just died. The black, oh, the right? black pope. Right? Black pope just died, bro. Double. Yeah, this well, is happening in the Middle East with Israel. I'm just, you know, 
a lot of my views would be extremely unappreciated and and then i would be called all kinds of names that i'm anti-jewish and all that stuff but um i have some strong views about about well, the leadership the leadership oh, certainly oh, absolutely oh, yeah absolutely not the people, the leadership is... is when again, and you, I mean, it sucks to have to re pre-qualify that because as we're talking critically about North Korea or Chinese, that's the government. We're not anti-North Korean, anti-Chinese. We criticize the American government. We're not anti-American. Right. And that's what's kind of weird when you get into that realm. It's like, ooh, you must be anti... Wow, just because I'm criticizing the government and certain policies? Like, wow, it's a bit of an yeah. overreach. But it happens. It happens. A lot of people jump the shark like that, bro. Hey, dude. They're just looking for that shortcut to thinking, and that's just unfortunate because, you know, it just prohibits people from really kind of seeing things that just are actually happening in history, but they kind of weaponize it and make it seem like, well, you're bad if you touch that third rail or this third rail, but, you know, that's why it's beautiful to do shows like these and talk to people like you, Patrick, talk to people like you, Sonny, cut through that nonsense, that bullshit. Yeah, there's a lot of nonsense and bullshit, and, you know, it's 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 becoming tiring, it's becoming... I don't know. There's so much virtue signaling. The, the amount of oh, noise, yeah. the amount of noise <laughs> versus actual signal is fucking just phenomenal. You know, it's it's driving down in the city, seeing these douche wagons with the nozzles on their face and the car by themselves and wearing a fucking glove. Dude, oh my god! And, you know, and you just you just want to take a baseball <laughs> bat and start fixing the overall IQ level of humanity, but you can't do that because we're a nation of laws. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, everybody everybody got their own safe space. This was the you know the the actual safe space stuff going on in colleges with, with the millennials was just con conditioning and planting seeds, right? Yeah. Now everybody's got their own safe space, and I I look at people actually standing on the dots in stores, and I just go, wow, man. Yeah, they, not just standing on the dots in stores, they're standing on the dots outside of the store, and those dots are not under the awning. And they they're getting rained the rain, on. And they're yeah. standing in the rain instead of yes, under dude. the awning. I almost, you know? part of me, it, it's, it's so sick, like Pavlovian like training. I want to be apocalypse. Those are I want to throw him a beach ball and have him like train see, like, arr, 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 and like do a little dance for him. That's almost what the fuck it is, dude. It's so like ridiculous. It, oh. No, man. A lot of people have been conditioned, you know, and conditioning it has is. Been through the. Through the through the mass media in many ways through social media. I mean, look at look look at the stupid bitch. What's her name? Alicia Milano, right? Did you see that? Yeah, with her knitted mask on her face, and I'm like, how dumb can you be? And she, do you talk about virtue signaling? She's her in the foreground with her two kids in the back and her husband. She's like keeping everyone safe, like you fucking TikTok dude, go away. She's got to be paid by the CIA or Soros or. You almost wonder, right? You There's almost, no way you that's, be, you know that's what? Good, I, I, think I think she's a good actress. I had a crush on her when when I was younger. Oh, both. dude, she was in the now spank you know, bank for years. Oh, but... she was a hottie. <laughs> She used to be. A she hot. was in the spank bank for a minute. There's no, dude. there's no, there's no doubt about it. But but Jeff's uh, eloquence she's, she's is touching. One of those of seventy IQ hotties, you know what I mean? But besides that, I have a, I have a friend who dated her that said uh, she had a botched blue boob job and her left nipple is numb. But you know, <laughs> I'm gonna put it, I'm gonna know put that it out fact. So Jeff, obviously, yeah. you know, I wanted to ask you guys. Uh, this is pretty interesting concept, and it actually is true. I looked it up, and I researched it a little bit. But um, the decalcification of the pineal gland, that is that is what I've been saying for many years, is that there's a difference in the herd 
because some people's pineal glands are are calcified, right? So hydrochloroquine, what color is that pill? I don't know. Well, what is it? hydrochloroquine, you guys froze on me, but I'm sure I can talk, so let me tell you. Uh, hydrochloroquine is actually a red pill, and it decalcifies the pineal gland. Um, it's part of the treatment for decalcification of the pineal gland. So uh, the all-seeing eye needs to be awake for people like you and me to recognize what's going on in the world, to have a perception well, do you of find truth. That, do you find that interesting? I'm sorry. Do you find that interesting that last week the WHO suspended studies on hydroxychloroquine? As it burned like, down said, two factories a couple, what, a week ago? Yeah, knowing, I mean, that has been in practice for an anti-malarial drug and been using it for almost 10, 20 years. And now that they're finding out it's working and it's not quite going to be in the same line of the vaccine, they shut it down. Even though we've talked about some of the parent companies who are majority owners in companies that produce and manufacture and distribute hydroxychloroquine is this company called BlackRock, which you need to check into. It is fascinating that uh, the WHO has shut it down as a possible treatment when it's been working forever. Well, here's the interesting, fa interesting fact, right? Hydro hydrochloroquine, I believe you can get the full treatment for what, $10, $20? That's yeah. $11. $11. $11 yeah, right? yeah, yeah, there's no money in that. that. Basically, the, the, the new treatment that they, they're working on, it shows promise, I believe it's a $1,000 pill because of course. it's going to be patented. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah of course. And, of course. Uh, but, but that's just the treatment for the Kung Flu, right? I mean, COVID-19, sorry. It was racist. <laughs> uh, the floating but, um, AIDS. The flying AIDS. <laughs> but I can guarantee you this, guys. Especially in Europe, especially in some other places, they will implement a ban on travel unless you have been vaccinated. Or the app. Yeah. Or the yeah. app that they're floating around. The app that everyone's supposed to be Contact downloading. Tracing. I think uh, it's going to be app, even free. Think, you know, that 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 can be debated because someone will go like, well, my phone is unlocked and it doesn't accept these apps and all that. I think right. they're going to go straight up to pretty much mandated vaccination. Uh, they certainly not going to suspend any or extend any research into it as with most vaccines is five, seven, ten years. We're uh, probably going to yeah. have it by the middle or beginning of next year. Which means they had it already. They already had patents on the, the virus. They, uh, Fauci had patents on the protein that was attached to the virus. So they've had the vaccine already laid out. Just like all the bills, all the bailouts, all the uh, stimulus bills, the trillions and trillions yeah. of dollars, those were written long before this happened also. They were sitting on a shelf and ready to go. They, had, they were attached to fucking slingshots. Yes. Yeah, so I think it's going to be interesting reset in that sense because what you're going to see is uh, – there's going to be some choices to be made. There's going to be some yes, choices to be made. Choices. Think about it. For a lot of people that do business, for a lot of people that have families, what are they going to do? They're going to posture and go like, no, I'm not going to take that one stab in the shoulder because I cannot go see my, my parents or whatnot. They will take that stab to the shoulder. And they or, as, or, as, uh, or as Alan Dershowitz said on a, a recent interview on somebody's show, we have the right to plunge a needle yeah. into your arm. Well, that's some very hyperbolic. I'd like to that to you. I tell you what, I have a right to plunge something else into you. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Hot lead. Is it called hot lead? <laughs> I, I prefer cold steel. Yeah. Well, or the, or the or the toothpicks under the fingernails type thing. Here's the, like, thing, here's the thing, though, that people think that we're the crazy ones for talking this way. And look, no. we're half we're halfway joking. 
hot. <laughs> because if it gets that bad and we have to protect our families, we're going to do shit that we have to do, right? So that's just the way it goes. But I just, I don't know, man. It's, uh, I was going somewhere with that, and I got down a trail no, yeah, with emotion. Yeah, it's it's it. Reality has been inverted. We keep saying it over and over again. When you can allow criminals, hardened criminals, to be released, and you're literally arresting people for engaging in the right to life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, opening their businesses, hairstyle or hair salons or whatever. Did you it see is, the or, video of the Australian woman with her little child? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See that 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 to me oh, is oh, like oh, this God. this this, there, this is a prime example happen. why no oh, nation should allow themselves to be fucking disarmed. Period. That. <laughs> we are living yeah. in absolutely crazy times, my man. Sonny Puzikas, shout out. Where can we track you down, brother? We're going to get you back on here in a couple months and update as this madness unfolds. But how can people um, follow you and see what you're up to, man? Because you, your Facebook lives, dude, you're, you're, that's fire right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I haven't been to Facebook jail lately, which is kind of surprising. Uh-oh, you're slipping. You're I don't slipping. know if they're preparing an assassination on me or something like that, but who knows? <laughs> Jeff Zuckerberg is going to show up to your house. Do you, do you on your phone go down to block on, say, Facebook and then type in, what is it, uh, fact checker and fact check and yeah. uh, block yeah. every one of those? Yeah, and then because there's it. a lot of them. There's like 80 of them out there. Yeah, Yeah, but I've been doing better. I've been doing better because of that. Yeah, that's good, man. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I have my website, sunnypuzikas.com. Uh, I'm obviously under the name of Sunny Puzikas and Solus Puzikas on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Yes, and, uh, forward training concepts on uh, on uh, YouTube and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm relatively easy to find. I'm one of those controversial guys that speaks with crazy accent. And, yeah, and uh, when you get pissed off, do you cuss in Russian? Uh, you know what, Pat? If you if you hear me say "suka blad," uh, it's not good. It's it's not. Good <laughs> Mental note. Mental note. Not good time, everyone. <laughs> if you're out there doing shots with Sonny and he says that, protect right. your neck. <laughs> Sonny, it is always a pleasure, champ. Always a pleasure, brother. Love you guys, man. I obviously check back down the road here, see how everybody's doing. I hope you and your lovely wife and the family are safe, my man. Enjoy those beautiful grounds you are out there down in Texas. Hit up, Sonny, if you want to get your training on. Uh, peace and so much love, guys. It has always been um, been fun. Peace and love. All right. Thank always you, Jeff. Thanks, Pat. Absolutely. Holla, guys. Awesome, man. Thank you, guys. Sonny, you stay safe down there, buddy. Will do, buddy. All right. We'll talk Later, soon. guys. Okay, good night. Wood, wood. Beep.